Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and welcome to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. I am here with my co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How's it going? All right? You know what? It is sunny in the Pacific Northwest, so I'm a happy, happy girl. I haven't seen much sun. I mean, out no. here in Boston, it's dry and 85 degrees every day. I mean, even all the sharks in the world have come to visit Boston. <laughs> so it's, that's how warm it is in Boston. So, uh, But you're finally starting to get some nice weather? Yes, we are. Yay! And, you know, we have someone online who is actually in the midst of the Great White Shock. He's located <laughs> on Cape Cod, and his name appropriately is Jonah. Jonah looks <laughs> from Causley. The founder, starter, head honcho at Causley is with us today. Welcome, Jonah. Oh, thank you very much. I guess, yeah, the timing on this couldn't be any better with, uh, you know, the Great White circling Cape Cod right now. That's right. I think part of your logo for Causley should be a Great White. <laughs> I was I was going to say, is that feeling rather inauspicious for the launch of Cosley that you have a great white shark circling <laughs> the Cape right now? I guess, you know, if I go out there and look for, you know, investment from VCs, you know, they're usually classified as sharks anyway. So maybe it's... Good uh, point. It is appropriate. Maybe it is auspicious then. Yeah. Hey, so Jonah, um, Cosley has been live now for uh, 24 hours. So Megan and I want to know how much money you made so far. Uh, <laughs> I think I've lost money, actually. <laughs> uh, but we you know, we've been really following you, uh, so I probably lost a few dollars on on some on some traffic. But no, I mean, obviously, we're in it for the long haul. Um, you know, we're you know our goal right now is to try to build our user base, which consists of individuals, nonprofits, and companies. Um, so, you know, I'm just, I'm reaching out. You know, we're we're looking. You know, I guess I'm calling this a soft launch right now. You know, we're not looking for any big national media attention. You know, I'm not looking to drive any crazy traffic numbers to the site right now. You know, we're, you know, we'll be making a few tweaks throughout this week. You know, even yesterday, for instance, um, you know, we started letting people into the site, you know, people were having an issue. All the confirmation emails were going to spam folders. Oh, yeah. So last night we basically just eliminated that whole process. So now when you sign up, you enter your email address, your password, and it takes you right into your dashboard to start filling out your profile. So, so can we can we back up just a second? Can you tell us and tell our listeners what what is the mission of Causely? What will users find, you know, in the future when they when they get to Causely and it's fully operational and functional? Yeah, exactly. I mean, once it's built out in probably a couple months, you know, we're you know we have a lot of a lot of features we want to add, in, you know between now and then. But basically, you know, I'm calling it the the future of social fundraising. Um, you know, about a year ago when I left the corporate world, you know, I knew I wanted to do something in the fundraising cause marketing space. I was working on a, on a different startup idea and I just felt like it needed to pivot. And, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of do it on my own. You know, I had my own vision. I wanted to execute it my own way. So that's when Causey was born. So, you know, I feel like a lot of nonprofits and I've served on some boards and I've done fundraising and all that, um, a lot of nonprofits haven't necessarily adopted, you know, Web 2.0 as maybe as much as they could have mm -hmm. or should. Um, you know, maybe they have a Twitter account, maybe they have a Facebook account, but I think the majority of the money being raised is still being done the old traditional way with fundraising events and absolutely yep. snail mail at the end of the year, and you know, a couple of directors of development making phone calls to you know big whales or donors. Mm -hmm. So you know, I, I see all the statistics and how much money is you know going into nonprofits every year and how much of it's done online, and there just seems to be a you know a disconnection there. So you know, there's. You know, probably a dozen sites out there that are doing great things, tickets for charity, and I can mm -hmm. rattle a bunch of others. 
that really aren't in my space, you know, because I think they're doing a good thing. I like what they're doing. I want to stay out of their way. You know, maybe we do partnerships in the future. But when I look at, you know, obviously Facebook is the ultimate, you know, social networking, you know, website. Mm-hmm. Uh, Causes is on there. You know, there's some good things and bad things about Causes. I've adopted some of what they're doing right and kind of built it into Causely. But I think Causely is a place where individuals can not only track, you know, but they can, you know, they can follow the nonprofits that they're really passionate about. You know, they can they can find the individuals that they know are also charitably inclined or, you know, pretty clued into, you know, the the, the market. You know, for instance, Joe and Megan, you know, you guys obviously know a lot of the best nonprofits out there. You know, Joe, you know, in Boston, you know, you probably know the top, you know, 40, 50 nonprofits, you know, who's making the biggest impact in the city. You know, if you sign up for Causely and you were to follow, you know, 30, 40, 50 of those nonprofits, someone like myself who is aware of you could sign into Causely and follow you. So as you're engaging with some of these nonprofits, you know, I can see what you're doing and kind of follow in your footsteps. Right. You know, I, I think people are more likely to, you know, give to the charities that their friends are giving to. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we're, you know, creating sharing features so that after you make a donation, you know, you share it on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. LinkedIn, you know, whatever you want. Um, you know, a big part of this, though, you know, is going to have to come from the nonprofits. You know, they're going to have to take that step to sign up, to create a profile, upload photos, upload videos. We make it so simple for them. Uh, I mean, literally within three or four minutes, they can have a fully built out profile, custom username, mission statement about us, all that good stuff. You know, like I said, photos, videos. Um, and that way, you know, as users come into the site and they check out, you know, who are the nonprofits that are already in there, you know, they can see what these nonprofits are up to. And, you know, kind of so said, Jonah, how can um, how can people uh, get involved with Causely now since you're in soft launch and stuff like that? And I know uh, you've sent Megan and I invites and I've actually gone ahead and kind of signed up and stuff like that is if people email you at Causely or they visit Causely, could they sign up for it? Well, yeah. So the first you know, three hours of our soft launch, I was telling people to email me and, you know, that, that wasn't happening as fast as I wanted it to. So I just kind of said, forget it. Let's just, you know, I just announced everyone that the, the, the site they can go to right now, or the URL they can go to is dev.causely.com. So dv.causely.com. You can sign up, you can create your account. You can basically do everything that you will be able to do on Causely. We just have to point to the servers to Causely yet. Okay. Um, We'll Good. Probably... We'll put that in our show notes. Okay, perfect. So yeah. we'll do yeah, that so this week, early next week. Um, just so everyone knows, whatever you put on dev.causely.com, you know, your profile and all that will be transferred over. So you're not going to have to recreate your profile all over again. That's just it's a pain when that happens. So what's, I have a question for you. So what is the biggest thing that you, as a Joe dubbed this great term, I don't know if he dubbed it or if it exists already, but he used the term causepreneur, which I, I think more and more companies are being founded with one pillar of, of their branding being cause, which sounds like what Causely is. Yeah. Um, so what are what's the one or two things that you feel like you could really use as a startup right now in this cause space? I mean, what what are the things that you're desperate for? If they showed up on your doorstep today, you would it would be a game changer for you. Um, that's a good, that's wow. I mean, there's probably a, a laundry list of things I could rattle off. I mean, so, you know, I've decided to bootstrap the company for now. Um, you know, when I got out of the corporate space, you know, I guess I had two choices and you know, I love the startup scene. I knew that's where I wanted to be. I could either make some investments in other startups or I could do my own. So at this point I've chosen to do my own, but 
I can only bootstrap this thing for so long and so far. So, you know, hopefully if, if I can get the user growth that I want um, and this thing gets, you know, starts to take off, you know, then I'll have to go out and raise some money. So obviously, you know, capital will, will come into play at some point. You know, I've built this site to be very efficient. It's very cheap to run right now from month to month. I'm doing all the administrative work. I don't really need any, you know, any full-time employees yet, but, you know, sooner or later I will. So, you know, capital is one. Obviously, nonprofits, you know, this site, you know, I could have thousands of users, but if I don't have hundreds or thousands of nonprofits, you know, there's very little engagement that can actually take place. Yeah, now, no, that, that's it. And, you know, what I think that's kind of interesting, too, is in many ways, you're a part time entrepreneur in this, too. Uh, Jonah, what advice were you, you know, I hear from cospreneurs every week. You know what I mean? They all have different projects or proposing different projects and stuff like that that they wanted me to talk about. I mean, now that you're at that stage where you've actually launched a site, what would you what type of advice would you give those people? I mean, certainly do a lot of research. You know, mm -hmm. um, I probably didn't fully ex understand how many sites were actually out there that do some sort of fundraising for nonprofits. I mean, yeah. most of them, most of them I'd never heard of before. So I didn't know they existed until I came across a Wikipedia page that had you know, a hundred and something listed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, most of them are probably, I don't want to say they're on the brink of bankruptcy, but you know, they're, they're not going to make a big difference. You know, mm -hmm. they're kind of existing as someone's side hobby or, you know, side project. Yeah. Uh, you know, also for me, a huge thing was the payment processor. So, mm -hmm. you know, that really stalled me for about four weeks as I had to really, you know, maybe I should have done it much sooner, you know, mm -hmm. dive in and do all the comparisons between, Network for Good and First Giving and PayPal and Stripe and WePay and each one of them has some pros and cons and you know. Little and you ended up going with uh, PayPal, Jonah, right? No, no First Giving. Giving. Oh, very good. Okay, exactly. I thought after talking to Clem Lorenz that you ended up going with uh, PayPal, but you you're doing First Giving for it. First Giving right now. So PayPal is probably going to get thrown in as a second choice because once we feel like we've mastered the nonprofit stuff. You know, we might get into, you know, we might open it up to alumni associations, hospitals, you know, other other types of fundraising entities. But first giving will only process money for 501c3s that are already in their database. So uh, if we start throwing other, you know, entities or organizations into the mix, they can't process those types of payments. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where PayPal will probably come in. At, you know, I'll, I'll talk to Clam about this over the next few weeks. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, obviously research is huge, you know, capital, you know, trying to figure out, you know, I'm, I'm not a coder, I'm not a programmer developer, unfortunately, you know, it's something I just never learned how to do. So I've, I've had to outsource all the work to a, another firm, um, yeah. you know, which isn't cheap. So, and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, I've paid them so much to get the site live. Now I got to pay them, you know, to be, <laughs> act yeah. as my, you know, my internal development team to you know, to build features and fix bugs and all the other stuff. So even though they've, you know, been paid X number of dollars till now, you know, it's probably not even close to being all the money they're going to get in the long run. So right, right for your investment and in something like this, and that sounds like it's a it, an eye-opening experience too for the cospreneur in the sense of like there's a lot of expenses to something like this that you'll and you know and you know too, Jonah. I mean, you have one person on the other on the other end. They're good at coding and and doing all that stuff, but they can't do marketing or any of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so they have to go out and find people for that. And I mean, I guess that kind of leads me to the the second thing I wanted to talk about you 
you is you are obviously very literate in the marketing and public relation as the most prolific tweeter I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is saying a lot coming from Joe. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I thought I tweeted a lot, but when I wake up at five thirty in the morning and I already have thirty tweets from Jonah, Jeez. you know, it you makes don't wake me up think at five thirty like, in the morning. I track um, I track all my tweets and analytics. So I use Buffer app for scheduling and tweeting, and then I yep. use I use Twitsprout um, to just you know keep an eye on you know how many how many tweets are going out a day, how many followers am I getting, all the other stuff, and. I yep. average over the last couple months, I've probably averaged about 85 to 90 tweets a day. Uh, Holy you know, cow. Half, well, of those, it, half of those but, are probably articles and half of those are probably, you know, engaging with other Twitter people. Yeah. I mean, th th that's the thing, too, is how did you build a database of 200,000 followers on Twitter? Whew, I, mean, I mean, that rivals some really big names on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, you know, in the sense like you're a, a celebrity in our eyes for certainly. But I mean, for non-celebrities, for people who don't see you as a celebrity, that's a significant amount of people. Yeah, I mean, hope hopefully it actually comes in handy now, right? I mean, yeah, so I, I know, exactly. Months, you know, really committing myself. I signed up for Twitter five years ago, never really touched it for the first three and a half years. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I was, first of all, I was in the corporate world and, you know, in financial services and private banking. And, you know, they, they watch everything you do. I mean, they even monitor your bank accounts. So, right. yeah. you know, I mean, they obviously monitor your social media stuff. My boss was always yelling at me about taking, you know, wanting me to take down my Facebook page, my LinkedIn profile, which I thought was insane. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't about to go to bat, you know, bat against him with Twitter. So I just decided to stay off Twitter, you know, in, in financial services. I don't think you're really, you know, I don't think I'm going to find any wealthy clients to manage their money on Twitter anyways. Yeah, so. right, 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 yeah. But now, in, you know, now I'm in a different world, you know, Twitter really can come in handy. I mean, I've connected with some incredible people around the world. You know, I have some, you know, venture capitalists following me and, you know, nonprofits and, you know, hopefully those people, you know, I can, I mean, the idea is to get a lot of my 200,000 followers to become causally users. Yeah. So, you know. so did you, so, did you sit down and follow like for three days and just started following people? I, I, I am curious to know if you, if you well, would, if you would give us a little bit of a hint into your magic, did you, yeah. so you or are you just that out. interesting that, <laughs> that hey, people are hey, like, he oh. is from Boston. That is true. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes him inherently interesting. Did you get you the know? exclusive on the shark picture? Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah if I was in Omaha, maybe I wouldn't have 200,000 followers. I mean, yeah, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you so you can only th you can actually only follow a thousand people a day. Uh, okay. But you know, in the beginning, right? I mean, in the beginning, I I'd follow a thousand people and I'd wait till you know a lot of them follow. So I I played the little game in the beginning where I'd follow a thousand people and you know three hundred would follow me back and seven hundred wouldn't. So I'd unfollow the seven hundred. You know, just until I got to a number that I was comfortable with. You know, probably. 20,000, 25,000. And then my follower count really started going up. I mean, sure. the, more I tweeted, the more I got retweeted, you know, the more engaging I was, the faster my follower count grew to the point where I don't have to, I mean, I, you know, I haven't followed, I haven't unfollowed anybody in probably, you know, a year almost. So, you know, that's, I, now, let I, me ask you, Jonah, do you feel like that Twitter following gives you credibility when you talk to people? Is there perceived credibility from people when they see how active you are on Twitter and how many followers you have? Because I think this is a very interesting case study because I've written on my blog more than once about the power of Twitter and the value of Twitter. Do you think one of the parts of things of Twitter that we really need to get is having a lot of followers? 
Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's, I think it really works. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, if I want to stay in this space for, you know, the next 30 years and build up my credibility with other entrepreneurs, with investors, with media, with bloggers. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, I think it opens, I think it opens more doors. Um, I mean, even, even the other day, so my, my, um, router, uh, went dead on Monday. And I called Comcast and Comcast said, listen, you know, the fastest we can get out there is five days from now. And I oh said, my gosh. I'm supposed yeah. to launch the site in a couple of days. I mean, that's not going to work. So yeah. I went to the local Comcast store and I said, listen, there's got to be something you can do for me. And she's like, I don't know, Mr. Lupton, you know, five days. It's the best we can do. Everyone's come back down to the Cape. They're trying to reactivate their cable. And I said, well, you know, my 200,000 Twitter followers are not going to like to hear this. And she said, how many? And I said, 200,000. <laughs> Oh, well, let me make one phone call. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you went on and tweeted with the Comcast people. Yeah, yeah then, right, 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 right. And I praised them for doing a great job. And, you know, I mean, Samsung said they're sending me a new phone. So, I mean, there's... Oh, I saw that. That's cool. Yeah. Was that because so, of the whole Comcast thing? No, no, no. Um, no, so, I mean, you know, as soon as Samsung, uh, you know, announced their new Galaxy S3, you know, it just looks like looked like such a cool phone. I was tweeting about it. I shared some videos and things like that. And Samsung Mobile sent me a tweet and said, "Hey, you know, thanks for all the you know the free press. You know, give your mailing address and we'll send you a free phone." So, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. You know, so it's kind of there's a new motto out there: speak softly and have a big Twitter follow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So speak I mean, speak softly and frequently. You no, know, that's right. Yeah, I ruffle a. Feathers here and there. I mean, I you know I go on a couple of rants once in a while, but you know I, I try to keep it clean. I try to keep it fun. You know, share share interesting stuff. Be a little motivational whenever I get a chance. Come up with some yep. funny quotes and yeah. Um, you know, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, Causely to me is you know that's my new baby. I mean, Twitter will have to take a bit of a backseat, I think, for now. But you know, hopefully, the two you know, Facebook too, right? I mean, you know, hopefully, my three thousand or whatever friends on Facebook will will all join Causely either will join causely as well but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's yet to be seen yeah right 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 so so that's the uh so the the goal over the next few weeks with causely is work out some of the bugs and get people involved it yeah. sounds like getting nonprofits engaged is really important absolutely uh, you know and 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 moving forward on that front right i mean we want to get nonprofits in there to create their profiles and then we also we want them to create campaigns so what happens you know once you know say a month from now you know once we're really up and running and once the nonprofits are in there and the content's been created when you when you sign into causely every day you'll see six different nonprofit causes featured on the home page as well as eight different fundraising campaigns mm -hmm. and every couple days we'll switch those out you know as we get more and more campaigns and causes in the system you know, maybe we'll switch them out every eight hours or even less. So the idea is that, you know, the more you log in, to, the more you log into Causely, you know, the new, you know, every time you'll see new, fresh content causes, mm -hmm. you know, things to donate to on the homepage. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, you know, part of my job will obviously be to keep, you know, keep that fresh, um, you know, and, and try to go through and handpick the nonprofits that we think are doing some really good stuff, um, which, you know, is hard. I mean, I don't want to play favorites or. Right. It's like that, but you know, we want to want to have successful fundraising campaigns, and you know, if if a no name nonprofit from the middle of nowhere that just started up is trying to raise money, no one's ever heard of them, you know, right? Featuring them on the homepage, I'm not sure is really the best idea, you know. Yeah, I mean? maybe good for them, but not good for you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, someone like Make a Wish and American Cancer. I mean, the people, you know, the brands that people are familiar with, 
you know, yes, they already have a lot of money donated to them, but those are the ones that when featured are more likely to, you know, to grab donations. So that's what we'll, I was just going to ask you is, are, is your site more geared toward the larger nonprofits? It, it almost seems like it would be more of a tool for smaller nonprofits or medium sized nonprofits that don't have the American Heart Association presence right. and brand. I mean, I definitely wanted, I, I definitely want to find a way to showcase those, you know, those smaller nonprofits that, you know, really need to raise the money. You know, I, I do, you know, I'm good friends with the uh, the CEO of Community Work Services here in Boston. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last time I, I grabbed dinner with her, she told me that, you know, they got a huge, they lost a huge grant from the state last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars and they need to find a way to fill in that gap. Otherwise it means less services, less jobs and everything else. So, you know, I'm not saying the cause is going to be the, you know, the only answer for their problems, but, you know, hopefully it's, you know, it's, it's one place that they can find new donors or my micro philanthropists as I call them. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's other sites out there that are doing great stuff. Um, you know, we're only one resource, but I think we can be a, you know, a valuable resource, you know, over the long haul. So, you know, when, when, when people are making their donations at the end of the year, um, you know, I want them, I want Causely to be the name that really pops into their head. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the way that our partnership with First Giving is is great because even if nonprofits haven't come in and created their profiles, you can still donate to over a million different nonprofits in the First Giving database. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was wondering about that too. You come into Causely, you click on search nonprofits, you type in any name you want, you click on it and boom, you can make a donation. Um, and, you know, we, we allow users to set up recurring payments if they want. We allow users to save their credit card on file, which is actually saved at first giving, not on Causely. Um, mm. It makes it easy because, you know, you donate $5 today, you come in tomorrow, you want to donate another $5, you just click on, you know, you know, card saved and it, you know, brings up all your information and you can make your donation within a couple seconds. So, you know, we're trying to make this as easy, easy for people as possible. Well, I think this is going to be fascinating to follow, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think it's really interesting. And, you know, Jonah, I think it's a really interesting model, too, because not only you a uh, cospreneur, but you're a solo entrepreneur. And <laughs> um, and you're very prolific, you know, on social media. You know, you're very active, certainly more than any cospreneur I've dealt with. Uh, so I'm hoping that there really is going to be a perfect union of uh, circumstances for you and uh, and make this a successful venture for you. Two more. So I'm actually writing a, a blog post for entrepreneur.com next week on the pros and cons of being a solo founder, which is interesting. Yeah. And, that- um, and then the cause marketing stuff. So the reason we're allowing companies to sign up is because what we want to do is we want to, in the future, um, probably an early, you know, a late 2012 or early 2013 project is we al- allow companies to start sponsoring, you know, the fundraising campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're doing, you know, matches, you know, dollar for dollar, 20 cents in the dollar, something like that, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. But that's that's kind of the game plan long term. That's how we want to you know, start incorporating some of these companies that are looking to give back to the community, looking to be a little bit more charitable, you know, their CSR initiatives, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, there's definitely a cost marketing you know, angle to this in the near future as we can, you know, build up all the pieces. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's well, great. We will look well, forward to following yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, if you'd be willing to come back on in another six months and tell us how everything's going, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I, I think our listeners would really appreciate that. You got it. So, Jonah, we've talked a lot about Twitter, and we will put the Causely and the dev site on, the, on our show notes, but where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, so, twitter.com backslash Jonah Lupton. 
uh, feel free to follow me there. Uh, I'll, I promise to start tweeting less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, on Facebook, you know, you can add me as a friend or subscribe to my updates. Uh, JC Lupton, uh, and then LinkedIn, you know, Jonah Lupton. Those are pr- you know probably the three places you can find me most. I haven't jumped into the whole YouTube pin interest. I'm on there too, but I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where I can add or bring value in pin interest. Fantastic. And Joe, where can people find you? They would well, like to follow your not as prolific Twitter stream. Right. <laughs> well, they can uh, check me out on Twitter at Joe Waters. And uh, obviously they can visit selfishgiving.com. I'm always there and uh, writing just about every day now with new content. And what about you, Megan? Where can they find you? You can find me not nearly as prolific as either of you on Twitter (laughs) at Megan Strand or at TweetCMF. And I blog for Cause Update almost every day. So, and you can find Cause Talk Radio and all of the other RashPixel.tv shows on iTunes or on Stitcher Smart Radio. So on behalf of Joe and myself, thanks so much for joining us today for Cause Talk Radio. (laughs) 